Doors to the Quarterly Reset are officially open. The Quarterly Reset is a virtual quarterly planning workshop for service providers who want to enter Q2 and summer with strategy and intention, pursuing your business goals while also prioritizing time with your family and friends. And that balance doesn't happen by accident. In this five-day strategy intensive, you'll get step-by-step trainings for breaking down your business goals, adopting less but better marketing strategies, scheduling time for the things that matter most in your business and your life, and creating a clear step-by-step plan for making big progress on your goals over the next 90 days. You'll also get unlimited five-day access to one-on-one coaching from me because I don't believe in copy and paste business strategies to help you create a customized strategy and plan based on your unique goals and business. Join me inside the Quarterly Reset at www.jadeboyd.co backslash quarterly reset and get my step-by-step blueprint for planning your best quarter in business. I'm limiting this round to only 10 people, so don't wait to grab your seat. Plus, if you join before Friday, March 15th, you'll also get free access to my printable quarterly wall calendars to make your Q2 planning that much easier. Again, visit www.jadeboyd.co backslash quarterly reset to learn more and join today. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA, business strategist, and mentor who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. I'm lenting a planner. It honestly feels surreal even saying those words because this is something that I've been thinking and dreaming about ever since I started my business. In today's episode, I want to share with you the journey to deciding to launch my own planner business, what I've learned along the way because it seems like it's been a long journey, um, my vision for the planner, and how you can participate in the design process in the next couple months and what the timeline is going to look like over the next year, because it is kind of a long process before I'll have this planner in hand and can get it into your hands as well. So a little disclaimer, a lot of people wait until the end of their story to share the full circle story, and I'm definitely not there yet. I would definitely consider my business in the middle of the process, and we're very early on in the planner launching process too, but I've learned a lot already along this crazy pivot in my business over the last almost year. And I also wanted to share a few things that I've learned along the way and why I'm so excited for this next phase in my business. So the timeline and what this decision has looked like, it's been a really long process. I have been obsessed with planners for as long as I can remember, really. I bought a lot of high quality planners, not just target planners or like off the shelf planners, but high quality boutique, small business planners over the years for different seasons, for different reasons. There's a lot of different planner options out there. And it's always just something that I've been interested in. I sometimes go to Staples and go through the planner aisle and just look at the different planners and see what layouts they have because I just find it really interesting. And I love the like aesthetically pleasing element of having a good planner, but also a good system to organize and manage my time and my tasks. 
So when I became a business owner, I realized that there weren't really any great options. There is a lot of options for planners, but I didn't see any options that were great specifically for managing a business and all of the nuanced projects and responsibilities that you have to keep on top of and remember and manage as a small business owner who's also trying to have a life and do all the things. So I started toying around with the idea of publishing a planner for women in business really early on when I started my own business. And I actually did a bunch of surveys. I did Instagram polls and I did 10 plus one-on-one in-depth hour-long interviews to ask people what helps you stay productive? What prevents you from being productive? What systems do you have in your business? What do your planning processes look like? All of the things about planning and productivity and planners. And ultimately, I learned a ton about what helps and hinders women from being productive as business owners. But I was also in the middle of building a brand photography business and decided that for that season, working on the planner project was more of a distraction than a priority. And so at that time, I decided to put it on hold and wait until there was a better time for me to really focus and do this the right way. In episode six, which is my first 10K month and what I learned, I shared about how I ultimately decided to walk away from brand photography when I realized that it wasn't aligned to my strengths and things that I was passionate about. The decision led me to take on a whole bunch of projects over the last 10 months for business owners. And I've honestly really been struggling between the areas of marketing and branding which is a strong suit of mine, and then the areas of productivity systems, organization, which seems like a completely different industry, but both I'm super passionate and interested in. And so I've taken on a lot of projects in both of those realms, and I've learned a ton about what I enjoy doing, what I don't enjoy doing, what I'm best at, what I can provide the highest impact at. And every time I felt like I had it figured out, whether that was marketing or productivity. Something would happen, and I would feel like I was back to square one, stuck in the middle, trying to figure out what to do with my business. And it's been such a dramatic high and low season (laughs) for me, but ultimately something I'm really thankful for because I don't believe I would have learned that much about myself or business in such a short amount of time had I not been in the season that I was in. And what I've come back to time and time again throughout this process is that I feel like My content on productivity and systems has had the biggest impact on my audience and has been the most well-received, shared, commented on, all the things, and seems to be an area that I have a lot to say about and that I can provide a lot of value in. About a month ago, I actually felt like I was going to go into business strategy and marketing, and I had kind of decided that's what I was going to focus on because... Honestly, I see a lack of strategy as one of the major reasons and like root causes of seasons of unproductivity for entrepreneurs. A lot of the reasons why people waste time or end up bogged down in busy work is because they don't have a clear strategy. They don't have clear goals for their business. They yeah, don't have that North Star guiding them and helping them decide what to say yes or say no to. And so that leads to a lot of time wasted. But then I worked with a client on her marketing strategy And we did an intensive. And even though we checked off all the boxes that we wanted to accomplish, I still felt a little bit empty afterwards because I felt like there was so much more that I could help with on the execution side of that strategy. And then I kind of felt, again, like I was back to square one. Well, should I be doing this strategy piece or what should I be focused on? So after that, I honestly felt like I had a midlife crisis because I had thought I had everything figured out. And then I realized that it wasn't it either. And I was back to square one again. 
And maybe you've been in that place before or in this place right now. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Everyone goes through this as a business owner. And it's okay if you're disappointed because it feels really sucky when you're in the middle of one of those seasons. While I was processing my disappointment and trying to figure out what to do with my business, I realized that I hadn't really taken any time off in almost six months. And I wasn't getting anywhere by overthinking things in my head. And so I decided to take a week off to not overthink this and to just rest and relax and dig into the things that lit me up and truly step away from my business to see if that would do anything different. And it's funny that the one week that I wasn't trying to be productive was the most productive week of my entire year so far because I received so much clarity by taking a step away from my business. And there's a few things that I learned during that week off, but I wanted to share four of them with you today. Again, in case you're in the middle of this season or struggling with some of the same thoughts or decisions in your own business. So the first thing I realized was that I was placing way too much of my identity in my business. I was processing a lot of fear around the future of my business and what other people would think if I chose direction A or direction B, or what if my business failed? Who would I be if I wasn't a business owner? It's kind of embarrassing to admit this, but I honestly think a lot of business owners struggle with having their identities wrapped up too much in the success of their business, which makes it a lot harder to make good business decisions and keep taking imperfect action as you move forward. By taking a step back during that week, I realized that I needed to meditate on some truths about myself, my identity, and to reorient and ground myself because moving forward, I would need to be rooted in something stronger than my success, which is not guaranteed. Yes, most of us intellectually know that our identity and self-worth aren't dependent on the success of our businesses and other people's opinions of us don't really matter that much, but it's really hard to operate out of those truths day to day if you're not constantly reminding yourself of what's true and what's not true and noticing those thoughts as they come in. So by taking some time off to spend with friends and taking care of my house, catching up on some projects, reading good books, and just enjoying simple life, it's not like I went and did anything adventurous or exciting. I was just doing a staycation, but I just took time to enjoy the little things and reminded myself that there's a whole lot more to life than growing a successful business, even though I, and I'm sure most of you listening, want to do that too. The second thing I realized for what feels like the millionth time, is that productivity systems, goal setting, organization, that realm is my superpower. And it feels weird saying that, maybe a little bit arrogant. I don't mean to say it in that way. And it's not because my life is completely organized and I never get overwhelmed, but honestly because I seem to have a fairly low tolerance for disorganization and overwhelm. And I've created so many systems and processes and even like coping mechanisms to help me stay productive and not let overwhelm stop me from chasing after my goals. And that's what makes it special. And I also just naturally really love learning about productivity. As an undergrad, I studied entrepreneurial management. And I feel like a lot of what I learned was based on research from managing people and managing your own behaviors. And it's just a really fascinating area of study. And I love learning about that stuff. It's like a mix between psychology and business. And it was a ton of fun doing that for formal education. But in my free time, I've read so many books about productivity and systems and task management and organization. Yes, it helps me be more productive and be a more organized business owner. But really, it's just a lot of fun for me. And so I spend a lot of time, even if I wasn't getting paid for it, 
learning about those things. And I'm excited to be able to share all of those things that I've learned throughout the years on this podcast and through my other marketing platforms to share with you guys, because it's really helpful stuff. And I'm super passionate about empowering other people with that information. The third thing I realized is that so many business owners are held back by problems that I can solve. And I don't think many business owners are held back because they're lazy or an unmotivated to grow their business. I realized in random conversations that came up while I met people or ran into them while I was going out for coffee or whatever during my week off, that a lot of business owners were in that same spot of just struggling to know what to do next because everything seems important. And as a business owner, especially if you're a solopreneur, you're responsible for so many different things. And it can be paralyzing to decide on a daily basis, what comes first? When am I going to fit this in? How am I going to prioritize my business while also showing up in all these other areas of my life? And there are so many simple solutions to a lot of the problems that I hear business owners talk about on Instagram or, you know, in person, other places when it comes to time management and task management. It's not complicated. In fact, the more complicated you make it, the harder it is for you to actually take action. It's pretty simple. It's just a matter of doing it. And it's always something I get really excited to talk about. Obviously, I started this podcast so that I could talk more in depth and that you all would listen to me for more than 60 seconds on Instagram about some of these strategies that I use. And it's really fun for me. And the fourth thing I was reminded of is that rest is productive for all the reasons that I've already mentioned. So I'm not even going to go more into that, but rest is productive. So if you also haven't taken a day off in six months, I would encourage you to schedule some time off to not think about your business. So what decisions actually came out of that week off? First thing that I came back to was my why. I did a why discovery session, which I think I've talked about before on the podcast with Mariah Danielson. I'll link her discovery or her website and discovery sessions in the show notes. I did that earlier this spring and the statement we came up with feels so aligned to how I show up in every area of my life, which is what it's supposed to do. My why is to help others bring order to chaos so they can build a life of freedom and intention. So after my week off, when I came back to like, okay, what's the next direction? That's something that was in the back of my mind, something that I'm passionate about that's, you know, long lasting every year of my life is what I come back to. And I tried to center myself on that. Second thing I did was to reflect on my strengths, which are discipline, developer, focus, futuristic, and relator. Businesses are built on habits, and it's easier to create habits on the things that you're naturally good at, and strengths are things that you're naturally good at. And so I thought a lot about how I could turn what I'm passionate about and what I'm skilled at to build a more aligned business, and ultimately, I decided I was reflecting on a lot of the different projects that I had done in systems and marketing with different types of clients and businesses, and what was good, what was bad, what I liked, what I didn't like. And I ultimately decided that I'm going to start doing one-on-one coaching instead of strategy sessions because I really do crave that deeper level of impact and the ability to have a more meaningful relationship with my clients. I don't know if you'd consider me to be a marketing coach or a business coach, a productivity coach, an accountability coach, but the reality is that it's probably a mix of all of the above. And 
I am super excited about helping business owners set clear goals, create the strategy and the plan they need to reach them, and then hold them accountable because life happens, business happens, things change. And in reality, planning is super helpful, but the plan itself will probably change. You know, if not tomorrow, a week from now, you'll need to tweak it because we don't know what the future holds. So that ongoing relationship is actually really important in helping people overcome those obstacles. And when I talk about this, it gets me super excited. So if you're looking for someone who can help you do these things, there's an application that's open. And I'm not taking on that many clients at this time when I'm focusing on the planner, but I will be accepting a few clients for ongoing one-on-one coaching. The commitment is only three months. And you can apply using the link in the show notes if you are interested. And lastly, I obviously decided to launch the planner. (laughs) Starting a product-based business is a huge pivot and honestly, a huge startup cost compared to starting a service business, even a photography business. So it's a little bit terrifying, but I've dreamed about this for so long. And, And as an Enneagram One perfectionist, I'm also struggling with wanting everything to be perfect which the first time it's not going to be perfect, but you know, I'm going to try really hard to get it to be as good as I can possibly make it this first round. I also think it's going to be a really good way to increase my impact and help more business owners who might not be ready to invest in an accountability business coach yet, but making the decision to launch the planner was difficult and simultaneously really easy because I've always wanted to do this. And I see this as something that I could be doing 10 years from now and still loving it. And that to me feels really aligned and exciting. So here's my vision for what I want this planner to be. And I'm doing research for the next couple months and answering some of the questions that I want to have answered before we do the final design. And after I talk about my vision, I'll let you know some ways that you can get involved in that process. But here is the overarching vision that I have for this planner. First of all, I want this planner to be specifically designed to be useful to help female entrepreneurs chase their goals and plan to succeed in their business and life one day at a time. And I think there's a gap in the planner market for planners that are actually useful for business owners and the amount of projects and diverse projects and planning that goes into managing a business and a life. (laughs) And there are so many different projects that you need to stay on top of as a business owner and That's why I launched the Organize Your Business ClickUp template last year. I'll also link that in the show notes. It's a digital task management system. And I think that digital task management will always be relevant because there's only so many things that you can keep track of on paper, especially when it comes from workflows and just the ability of technology to give you more automations to take work off your plate. So the planner is going to work in combination with your digital task management system. So the planner is really going to be designed to help you set your goals, break them down, and prioritize them on a day-to-day basis in conjunction with all the other things that you have to stay on top of as a business owner. I also think there's a gap for neutral, minimalistic, professional-looking planners. And don't get me wrong, I love color. I love a good pattern, but I don't want to bring a planner that reminds me of like a Lisa Frank drawing to a meeting with a potential client or a business partner. It just doesn't look as professional in my opinion. I'm honestly surprised that more planners aren't offering a more professional minimal design at this point. I see some companies doing it, but not a whole lot. But I'm envisioning all the gorgeous product photos and how cute this planner is going to look like on a flat lay or like open on a desk. So get super excited for that. 
I know that I want the first version of this planner to be undated for a couple reasons. The first reason being that it is the first launch and shipping times are kind of crazy right now and labor <laughs> is kind of crazy right now. So not knowing the exact time at this point the planner is going to come in, it makes sense for it to be undated. So I don't have to worry about the initial launch dates. And second of all, through my research so far, from most of the women that I've talked to, they don't like dated planners because it makes them feel guilty when pages are not filled out or if they skip a week or a day, they feel like they're wasting the planner and want a little bit more flexibility, which I get. So for those two reasons, I know that the first version at least will be undated in the future. I would definitely consider doing a dated version for a future launch. I know that I want there to be a lot of white space and availability to plan your way. I hate when planners give me that individual person's checklist for each day or each week, like the things that they need to check off each day and week to stay on top of their life. Because I think that everybody's season is different. Everybody's way of managing their work tasks is different. So although there will be some structure and helping you break down and prioritize your work, I'm not going to have a little checklist for all the things that I do on a weekly review or all the things that I do on a weekly basis to like upkeep my house and things like that. Nope, but there will be space for you to create your own checklist, and I would encourage you to do that. I also want it to be a really high-quality paper and good materials that don't bleed through. I think productivity tools should be functional, but also pretty and inspire you to go after your task list and accomplish your goals and check the boxes. So the look and feel is a huge priority to me. I'm thinking... The color options will be neutrals, cream, blush, maybe some earthy tones like mustard yellow or terracotta or forest green. Um, but I haven't gotten to that stage in the process. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at jadeboyd.co or on my email list. You can join the link in the show notes if you want to be able to vote on the colors that we offer on the first lunch. I will definitely be sharing those on Instagram and you guys can all tell me what you would like to see. And lastly, I want it to be simple. I don't want to create a complicated planner that makes you spend more time planning than actually doing the things. I believe that the simpler an idea or a plan is, the easier it is to execute and my goal is to help you get from goal to execution as fast as possible without the overwhelm. I also don't believe in separating business and personal when it comes to managing your time and tasks because honestly, it's inefficient and unrealistic, especially if you're working from home. I don't think it's productive to keep 10 different to-do lists for different parts of your life because you're one person and trying to keep everything separate doesn't really allow you to see the big picture and make a better plan for managing your time, your days, your weeks and being realistic about what you can actually accomplish given everything that you're responsible for in your season of life and what's going on in your family and in your personal life and in your business. So my goal for the planner is to help you integrate and blend and prioritize your responsibilities in one place so that you can be super clear about what you should be focused on and when. So I have a really big vision for this planner and I need your help to make it happen. So there's four ways that you can get involved in this process. The first one is to join the waitlist to keep up to date on when the planner is launching and when the timeline comes together. That link is in the show notes. The second thing is to take a quick five-minute survey that's also linked in the show notes to answer some questions about planners, your preferences, and how you plan for your business. It's a really quick, short survey. The third thing is to sign up for a one-on-one -on -one interview, and that's if you have 15 to 20 minutes to talk to me and answer a few questions more in-depth. You can sign up for that using the link in the show notes. And the last thing, like I mentioned, is to follow me on Instagram if you want to vote on different things that I'll have coming out over the next few months. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more little decisions, and I want to involve you guys 
as much as I possibly can. So follow along on Instagram and participate in the Instagram polls on my stories. And here's what the timeline is going to look like. So this summer, I'm working on the research and design requirements. So if you want to participate in the research, please do that by the end of July at the very latest. So if you have time this week, that'd be even better so that I can start reviewing and iterating as the results come in. And then mid-August to mid-September, I'm going to be working with Mariah Danielson from Wander Design Co. to design all of the layouts, the files, and solidify all the design decisions. In October, I'm hoping that we can submit the files, get the prototype, submit any changes. At that point, we'll be looking at different colors for the cover and making final selections. We'll submit the final order when that is done, so the timeline is kind of flexible. And in December, I'm toying around with the idea of launching the PDF version. There's a question on the poll if you like using PDF versions. I would love to know because I personally love having the planner in hand, but I know a lot of people like doing PDF versions. So TBD if I want to launch that as a separate digital project, but I might do that in December since there's such a heavy emphasis on goal planning. And then early 2023 is when the physical planners would be in hand for me to actually launch. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a pre-order in December. It really depends on the timing of the prototyping and how fast that comes together and what the backlog is for projects and shipping around Christmas. But it is not going to be an annual planner. Like I said, it's going to be undated too. So early 2023 is the most detailed I can get on the timeline for the launch right now. I'm leaning towards doing a quarterly planner because I think each quarter, first of all, your goals change in your business. Things happen and shift more often than we might think. And 90 days is a good time for you to focus on what you can take action and commit to. It's hard to commit to a goal for a year or longer because things change so quickly and planning that far out sometimes can be inefficient if you don't have a very clear direction for your business yet. And research also shows that if you think about yourself more than 90 days in the future, you kind of see yourself as a different person. So thinking about retirement, for example, you see the person retiring as somebody completely different and it makes it harder to sacrifice today for yourself that far in the future because it doesn't seem like it's even impacting you. You see yourself as a different person. But when it's less than 90 days, you see yourself as the same person. Like you make decisions based on who you are today and you see yourself getting those results. So it seems like a little bit, it seems like a a little bit more of instant gratification and easier to take action on those things. So there's a few reasons why I would love to do the 90 day planner, but there's also a question where you can vote on if you prefer 90 days or six months or a full year in the survey linked in the show notes. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode and following along with this journey with me. I'm sure there's going to be so many decisions to make over the next year. I'm super excited to dive into the research and hear from you all. So please, if you're thinking I have all the information I need, don't because I need to hear from as many people as possible. And I would love to hear from you, even if it's a message on Instagram or thoughts that you have in the planner or things that you've noticed, products that you love, any and all of it, I would love to hear from you. So please reach out. Please contact me. Please take the survey. I want to hear your input because I really do care about making this the best possible product for women in business that I can. So thanks so much. And I will keep you updated as the process unfolds. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode, because good ideas don't grow businesses, action does. And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadeboyd.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you've ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement, plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024. Now back to the show.